Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. What's up? And Daniel Jane. Hello. And this is a special episode. We have our second guest, Keith. Hi. How's it going, Keith? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Glad to have you on board. One of our uh, li- active listeners. Yeah. Uh, a, a close friend as well. Never missed an episode. Never missed an <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate that. <laughs> how did, uh, do you want to tell them how we, we you know us? Oh, we so, know each other? Um, we met at a Monster Hunter meetup. Right. And like ever since then, we've been like just hanging out. Did like a couple of things outside of games, like mud runs. Yeah. Yeah. A- Anime <laughs> Expo. Yeah. We did the big cosplay, the Mario cosplay. That was fun. But yeah, just like, I don't, have we ever talked about how we've met it? I don't, don't think so. It's the same. We'll, we'll, we'll do an origin episode, but um, it's it's the same way. Yeah, we we all sort of Monster know each Hunter. other through the Monster Hunter meeting. world. Yeah, yeah Monster. Yeah. It's world. like our Monster Hunter world. World. <laughs> we love Monster Hunter. Early, <laughs> early 2018. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Keith. Uh, we this is our uh, like I said second guest. It's kind of big for us. So, Coveted. So many yeah, people want to. Like, yeah, so many people want to take you out right now. <laughs> when we look back, top three, you know. I mean, there's an application process, as you know, Keith. Um, yeah. We really do our due diligence to check everything. Yes. You're 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 a citizen, and <laughs> <laughs> years and years. Yes, finally. In case people don't know, he just if if we're allowed to talk about it, I don't know. Is it cool? What I know, All you right. just said it, but to say that you just became a U.S. citizen. Oh yeah, that's fine. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was what was we were yeah, waiting it was for a that moment. Yeah. Process. Anyway. Yeah, he, we were accepted him, but we couldn't take it in because he he wasn't a U.S. citizen yet. So now that he is. It's all we great. thought this would be a good celebration. Of that. Certain rights, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Freedom of speech, and then what better way to practice that with <laughs> a, with a podcast? Perfect. Um, if you're not familiar with the weekly DLC, we uh, are a podcast where uh, the whoever's at the table will come up. We each have a, a topic of discussion that's usually nerdy in nature, and we come on Mondays on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, you name it, various podcasting services. Um, and yeah, we have a fun conversation. We hope you enjoy. Let's start with you, Keith. You, since you're our guest, uh, how, do you have a topic? Yeah. Been thinking um, so my topic is since we're getting more and more games like uh, Telltale series where your choices kind of like uh, make your own story like Mass Effect, uh, the Telltale series and very soon uh, Detroit. Yeah. And the so, heavy rains and stuff. Yeah. So I'd like to ask like how do you make decisions in game and is it usually like patterned to actually how you'd actually approach it in real life or mm. is it more like um your little fantasy of like let's say i'm like not really like an evil person but it seems like a fun thing to do <laughs> like oh yeah this guy's like just gonna die <laughs> so yeah um for me I'll, I'll start um i think one of the earliest memories i have with like one of those choice-based uh games has been knights of the old republic where it tied it to, are you more of a light side or dark side? And I was a huge Star Wars fan at the time, reading all the expanded universe stuff, reading on the lore. And I'd always like fantasize. I was like, holy shit, it'd be so cool to live in that, that world. And then playing this game was my opportunity. I was like, this is so cool. I can like see these worlds visualized that I'd read about and stuff. Um, and I've learned, I think from that point, from that game, and I've, I've noticed a pattern with other games like Mass Effect series, I do one playthrough where I try to play to what I I hope to be in real life. Like I, I, I in that in that sense, I mean I, I try to play good. 
I, I play, but I don't do good in the way that I'm like, it's cheesy good. Like every answer is good. I try to be as honest with myself, but I, tr I, it's more of like an optimistic self image. Like if I was in this situation, how would I hope I react? And then I come back again later and I play it. I wouldn't say evil, but a little bit more neutral where I'll kind of like grate the line. I'll do sometimes good if I'm like, hey, I could use an ally. I could use company. I'll do maneuvers to um, make sure I know like the, what, it, what the means would or the ends to the means. And I want to get that end. I'm like, how do I get to work with this character? I have to do this bad decision. Fuck it. I'll do it because I want to spend time with that character. So that's my goal more of the second time through. Now, with games like Telltale, I can say the Batman one, for instance. Um, there was more of it was a lot of options, which I liked. But it was a lot of them in terms of your Batman choices. You could choose between, like, do you want to play more as Bruce or do you want to play more as Batman? Do you want to play as a violent Batman or as, like, a, a, a very threatening, kind of, like, more past, like, using your words, the diplomatic Batman? Um, and I noticed I, like, it was it was more like... What do I want to see? What? How do I imagine Batman? And in my Batman, I like him as like the smarter Batman, the intellectual Batman. So I, I like playing on the side of like, he's gonna outsmart you, not he's gonna muscle you. He will muscle you, and he can't. He will easily beat you. But I don't want it to get to that. Um, and I want it to mean something when I do that. When I made the choice of like, do I want more of a Bruce or do I want more of a Batman? I always felt like we always see stories of Batman, but we never see like. We, we hardly, in, at least in my experience, see the struggles and challenges Bruce goes through living this dual life. And I'd like to see my story kind of sh highlight that more. So those are two examples I would give, like, my approaches Thanks. with some of those. So, yeah. I'll, I'll go next. Um, I, I don't re recall my earliest game. I know I did play Knights of the Old Republic, but I don't remember it very well. Okay. Um, a, a more recent game that I remember um, is Infamous, mm. and that route I took was trophy wise. So <laughs> you have to do you have to play a whole playthrough where where you're 100 percent good, and then a whole playthrough where you're 100 percent evil. Okay. Um, so I played in in a sense both of them. I played the the good one first because that's the most difficult one. That one is you have to pay attention. You can't go reckless because if you hurt civilians while you're taking out bad guys, you'll also get knocked off good points. Um, and oh, and then, then you can't you're... kill on those, right? Exactly. Like... But when you're evil, I just throw, <laughs> I throw like electrical <laughs> grenades left and right. I kill good guys and bad guys, and ever and I just, it doesn't matter because yeah. I'm getting all the negative points I need. Um, but when it comes to a game where it doesn't matter, um, like I played Mass Effect um, on PC, and, mm -hmm. and my decisions, I, it doesn't matter for trophies on there. Um, I, I play the route that again is honest to myself, just like you, um, where um, it's not it's not a good or bad. I, I whatever decision comes out, and I feel like this is the best decision at this moment. I choose that decision, whether it's a good one or a bad one. There's times where um, in in Mass Effect uh, there was one. I, I recently played um, the the last installment of Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, there's um, a decision you have to make of whether destroying uh this whole ship that has this enemy on there or you you do a trade where you let everyone live on the on the spaceship including the bad guys and they will let you take all the good guys off of the spaceship mm. so either you destroy everything including the bad guys yeah. or you destroy no one but you take everyone home with you and um i made the decision to to destroy the spaceship because 
they they had a a, a a large organization in there that's kind of one of their home bases and they had a huge amount of like top line generals and it's like this is a decision that'll benefit everyone and obviously it's a really terrible decision so you to killed, murder so you killed bin laden it's like yeah i did I, you know so that it's a horrible decision and I'd like to think that honestly, in in a, in a real world situation, that's something that I'd probably do the same thing. It, okay. It's just I have, you have to weigh these things, you know, and it it seems like a bad thing, but you know, when it yeah. comes to the end, it's just a game. But yeah, I I to to reiterate, I feel like that first playthrough sort of feels like it's a moral compass test with mm-hmm. me. It's like I'm gonna find out how I feel with each of these encounters, and then hopefully the end, at least in some of these older games, will reflect sort of what my decisions resulted in yeah. whether and i'll and i'll kind of like reflect on that and be like wow i i don't i come it seems like i'm kind of a shitbag to some of these people <laughs> but the whole like maybe the people close to me didn't have suffered but like as a whole they we all did well like the outcome was good mm-hmm. so i'm like that's interesting so yeah i'll play good the first time through yeah um second time through I'll play like Ozzy Mendez, <laughs> like or and for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, don't remember the first game where I had pl- had to play a game like that, but recently Red Dead Redemption. I okay. only played it through as a good guy. Did not do the bad part. Haven't played Mass Effect, and I get so much shit from my. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good game, and there isn't. There isn't like an actual moral compass. So that's what I wanted to touch on after we all go was about like. Earlier games kind of make it where it's like you're either good or bad. Yeah. But I feel like, like with the Telltales, they do a good job of skating this line. And it's like Horizon and a few of these other games, it's not so much whether you're good or bad. It's just, are you do you approach it more of a passive route, or it, you could still be cold-hearted, but it, it's it's non-violent. Yeah. Or you could be approaching their, you could be uh, kind of touching on their emotional side. And you, you give an emotional response, whether that's right or wrong is not is subjective. Mm-hmm. But you could go in a logical approach. You could go a emotional approach. You could go a stern approach. I mean, yeah. you go and it kind of like redefines like what that is. And I, I like that. It's like it's changed how I feel about like some of these games. But Keith. yeah, me, it's like I pretty much act like I would in the first playthrough. Okay, it's like I kind of like weigh everything like. Uh, sometimes with, like the Walking Dead game, mm-hmm. you had to pick between two of your teammates, and I'm usually like, who would actually help me out more? Mm. So like, it's a more logical approach for me. Like, okay. pretty much your uh, second playthrough is mm-hmm. like my first playthrough. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my second one is pretty much like just for fun. So usually it's the bad stuff <laughs> that I go well, for. What's crazy is like Mass Effect, for example. The the bad stuff they kind of highlight it in a way where it's like the badass stuff, like. Mm-hmm. There's like little scenes. Like if you do a certain like a one side quest, for instance, it's not spoiler mm-hmm. really. Like you won't remember this for a while. But there's like a moment where if you choose the good way, you walk away from a situation. If you choose the the renegade way, you Spartan kick a guy through a like a skyscraper window, and it, he deserves it. Like he's wrong. He done so many wrongs. You're like, yeah, you I, you deserve execution or prison sentence or something. And between those two choices. They make that one a little bit cooler. It's like I get to see a cool scene mm-hmm. in this game, so I feel like I'm getting more out of it. Mm. And it's like an interesting way to highlight that, where it's like you're making it more appealing to go a certain route with things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's how uh, Infamous was too. Like 
when you did like you know like the more uh, action approach, you usually get the girl. Yeah. You usually like have like more okay. a more uh, satisfying experience. <laughs> like yeah. like with like the oh like spoiler. <laughs> so I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah. Well, the game I'm playing actually right now. Um, I forgot we didn't really do much of like a small talk at the beginning, but <laughs> I've been playing Dishonored lately, mm-hmm. and it's sort of. I know it, it's, it highlights the ability to be stealth, but I feel like more than anything, it highlights the choices you can make during it. Have you guys played this game? Yeah, yeah. I have. Okay. You haven't, Jang? So the interesting thing that I find with it, and I'm, I'm, pro- I'm late to the game, but uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying it nonetheless. Yeah. Um, regardless, you can choose. There's no, like, I feel like there's an equal incentives to go the stealthy, non-violent way mm-hmm. as there is to go the violent, easy, like, straightforward way. And I'm preferring the straightforward way just because I, I hate stealth. Like, I, it's not an appealing game play to me yet, really. Um, so mo- more often than not, I go the, the straightforward way. But sometimes I'm like, there's a guy here at a pier, and he's willing to take care of a problem for me if I go the extra mile on an objective, regardless if I go violent or nonviolent. I'm like, I like that. And, and apparently my decisions... Of like being violent or nonviolent affect the city in the sense that the more violent I get, the more violent the city reacts, mm-hmm. and then the city becomes more chaotic. And I'm like, my actions are shaping the world I'm in now. The further along I'm getting, mm-hmm. and I like that. I'm like, it makes you feel like you have an effect more than just like a direct diet. Like whoever's directly in front of you, it makes you feel like they have ram- your your choices have ramifications yeah. long term. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it gives you a sense of like accountability, which is cool. Um, but Batman, again, going back to, they kind of highlight, you can choose whether you want, like, the Penguin as, as one of the antagonists you kind of confront more so, or Two-Face. Mm-hmm. And in the animated series, I really love the Harvey Dent-Bruce Wayne dynamic and then the parallel with Batman and Two-Face. And so I wanted to see that more. I was like, I'm control. I'm, I'm, I'm the director, and I can control how this plays out. So knowing I have that control and kind of being able to forecast where it's going is a cool feeling to have. You're like, it may not be how I would act in that moment. Like there's a moment where it's like, I could save this person or I could save this person. I know the second person is going to be okay because I know the story beats of generally speaking. I may, I mean, it still makes unexpected choices, but I, w- I would have naturally, like in reality, I think I would have saved the other person. But I want to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm playing this weird directing, sort of like, I want you to suffer for my entertainment. And it's weird. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're this voyeur, like watching, and you want to see certain things yeah. unfold. Turn around, slower. True lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. just real quick, uh, one game that I do want to play, and I own it, I haven't played Fable. Oh, the original? Yeah, I have Fable uh, Anniversary, I think is what it's called, for PC. I'm whatever about it, but... You play <laughs> it? I, have, I have a fond memory of the original. Okay. That was one of my favorite Xbox original experiences. What's cool is, when you're good, you start becoming angelic, and then when you're evil, yeah, you start... Yeah, yeah. there's That's visuals. The, the yeah. visual visuals. style That's what is what I like about it. Same yeah. with Star Wars, the dark, in the original KOTOR, the, the darker you get, you have like a paler, <laughs> Sith-like <laughs> yeah. look to you, just whatever clothes you're wearing, and then if you're... Uh, more altruistic you have that angelic it's it's less uh, uh, intense yeah. than fables but it still has the same but 
Yeah. And in the other games, you start getting like tattoos, almost demonic. You start turning right when mm-hmm. you're evil, and mm-hmm. the, and the uh, the regular one. Yeah, that's cool. So, it has like a visual effect. On yeah. So I have like anniversary it? I bought off of Steam, but not even touched it for yet. original Xbox. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> on the Xbox One X. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> say that five times fast. Four, <laughs> I know it, it confuses. Four ninety nine. I want one of the interviewers of Phil Spencer to be like, "Say Xbox One X five times fast." <laughs> Xbox One X, Xbox One X. He's like, I'm, <laughs> "I've been training for this moment." <laughs> cool. That was your yeah. That was cool. I like that. That was. The, <laughs> I I didn't realize like I know I make those decisions and I reflect on them, but I never taken the moment to like think about that I actually do that. So it was kind of cool. I'm probably gonna be. With Dishonored more so now. <laughs> I want to be it. thinking, I'm like, I, I can't sleep tonight. I'm a fucking day. There's, yeah, there's some games I wish I could make decisions like. Like, I feel like Last of Us mm. has moments where I felt like I would have been interested. I know I would have been changing the way they approach a game, but I would have been curious how my actions would have, if I got to choose, how they would have affected the course of the game. Game would have been completely different. I know, but I'm just like, you <laughs> fantasize about that. No. You're like, no, I wonder. I'm with my decisions, oh. like, the game wouldn't even exist. I'd just be like, cool, and then walked away. Like, <laughs> Tom, just stay with Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Fallout was another cool one, by the way. Like, oh, I yeah. remember deciding whether or not I wanted to save Megaton City was, was a decision. <laughs> Fucking bomb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's, who wants to go next? I'll, I'll go next. Okay. Um, so mine, mine, I wanted to go a little different round. I always talk about games, um, but I felt like this was going to be a, a not a heavy game topic, but you guys had cover, had a coverage. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, what technology do you currently like and then what technology are you looking forward to to be updated in the future, to be like being improved. Okay. So, and, and there's a, a big route to go, you know, there's already phones like this is fantastic. Before it used to be a giant freaking brick that you had to hold and yell into people's ears and be like, hello. And it did one thing. <laughs> it did one thing and answered. Now it's, you know, I got the internet in my hands and phone emergency service, anything I need. It's on here. Um, put notes, which I have now. Um, and, and then there's the the v- virtual reality route. You know, the, this is things that I embrace. Uh, I've bought the the Oculus Rift. I want to be part of like the 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 frontier of what's going on. You know, I I know much later in the future it's going to be so much cheaper and so much better. There's going to be like, now it's going to be like haptic. It's you know I'm going to go in and I'm going to feel what's going on in the world. That's going to be freaky. That's going to be really <laughs> cool. And one. that's honestly, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like that's very far out. That's like another ten years. I'm. I don't know. I feel like. Things that when when things get first made, that's the slowest period. But as they iterate on them, it it increases how quickly. Like you yeah. look at how where phones were ten years ago. We've gotten way way further in the last few years than we did in the first few. Years, yeah. I think. So that's why I think like it'll be very well made at ten years from now. Sure. It'll, you know, it'll slowly. But it's because of people like yourself that paved the way for us. <laughs> who paid? Who I paid think, for like, it? Ten years is like completely doable because like right now like when i went to e3 they already like have like this prototype of like the suit but it's like a giant heavy no it's like thin uh it looks like you know the sports gear like under armor my nipples are sensitive with like (laughs) like a like chip in the front yeah and i was like looking at it it was like yeah that's where it's gonna start so that thing that they have there was like sensing like heart rate wow. and like getting like biometrics. So <laughs> like play with Resident Evil games. Yeah, like uh, probably like heart rate coming up, and yeah. then they could make that affect the game 
itself. So Holy I, I can definitely see that. Like <laughs> the future of virtual reality is that. I, I've seen advertisements for some type of haptic uh, like vest and stuff like that, but that's a little, that's going a little too far for me out okay. of the price range that mm-hmm. I you know I want to go at. Um, and then one huge thing I'm, I'm hoping for is is cars is flying cars. Oh, that's something that I'm looking George forward Jetson? to. George Jetson. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, we're still we're still probably very far from that. We don't have anything that that really hovers, nothing, um, and that might take forever. To be honest with you, something that can just stationary hover, kind of like a helicopter, that takes a lot of gas power. That's that's something that we're not at right now, but um, it's something that I feel will will be possible. I want self driving cars, so I could just um, sleep. That's, we're, See, we're a lot closer to that than we are. The to thing hover. that that's scary about that, and I feel like it's going to be a major leap to get to. Is from what I'm seeing is it, self-driving cars are fully safe. Like safe, it's having them out while there's regular mm-hmm. drivers as well. Mm-hmm. That's the unpredictable factor. Yeah. And then having the sensors of like cars noticing each other. There's like I feel like it's still that test phase. Even though there's, it's out there, I'm like, yeah, but when it comes to self-driving, there's a huge question that people ask, and it's because this is something that. Um, a person that writes the the software for the car to, to make these decisions, that's the person that it's normal to uh, decide that that decision. But let's say if a car is heading towards, um, oh yeah, you know, towards a a, a cross section, yeah, and there's like a whole family crossing, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, would 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 the car have to make a decision of of letting the driver die by crashing away from this family by swerving out of the way, or because the driver's paid enough money for this car that has all these features? Is it fine for the car to continue going, taking out the family, and the I, driver being perfectly fine? I believe that test is the Turing test. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember. Or I don't know if it is the Turing I test. Th- I'll look it up. Because that I, I've watched. Um, um, shoot, I already forgot the robot. Um, machinima, not machinima. What is it called? Machina, and that ex, that's just, um, ex machina. Yeah, yeah ex machina, yeah. and that has the Turing test where the guy knows that this is a robot. But they're trying to still convince him that it's, you know, like a real, like the robots become self-aware and real. Uh, I don't know if that's very similar. But, I think uh, like for like self-driving cars, like when we reach that point where everything's like self-driving, it should be a lot more safer. Like basically like you can't like have cars that aren't self-driving and stuff that are yeah. uh, self-driving mainly because the self-driving cars might be the safest thing mm-hmm. but you still have like human error yeah mm-hmm. but once we reach a point where everything's just self-driving i think like traffic's probably going to go down the it's probably going to be safer for pedestrians mainly because everything's going to like function in one swarm so you're right I, that was sort of what I was iterating on. So going back to the, it wasn't a Turing test. It was MIT has this thirteen questions. We, if you guys want to go through it together, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll do this. Uh, it has a car, and you have to decide whether it stays in its lane or swerves. So it's a self-driving car. What does it do? It's got a man, a uh, a man, a robber, like a thief, and then a cat in the car. On the street, there's a woman, a thief, two thieves, and a homeless person and a dog in its direct path. Yeah. So if it continues down its path, it'll hit them all. Or there's a roadblock. Do you swerve into the roadblock? So do we stay or do we swerve? And it potentially kills the people in the car where there's a per- there's a regular driver, swerve. A, a thief. So you're essentially we'll do. Killing- let's do uh, uh, over, like vote by vote, like if majority vote. So you say swerve. Mm-hmm. 
I'd say go straight. So I'm I'm gonna go in depth into this one. It's gonna be Swerve because I believe the car is gonna be manufactured to protect the people in the car from a crash. But I, I, the answers are a little different, I believe, on this thing. So I go with Swerve. 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 Straight. Straight. You're killing a family. No, you're not, not a family. <laughs> this is it's two. You're killing two, two thieves, thieves, a oh, homeless a person, homeless and a dog, and a, and a dog. woman. So there's more lives. There's more the, lives, but they're trying to tell you like there's potential, like the lives are worth less essentially because there are two thieves, a homeless person, a, a dog that isn't. Well, even there's. An actual, I think it's more than that. I think it's like yeah, you consider is there's a woman on the road. Do, yeah. Do you do you give it more reason? There's yeah more lives, but then you look at the car and it's like you're the driver. Mm -hmm. My rationale would be, it swerves into the 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 stop, but it tries to get it like on an, a side impact. Like it min it goes for like minimizing the yeah. damage. But this is giving you just one or two options. It's if you, you go straight and you kill everyone. I'm or going you, swerve you with you the swerve. hope that it does what exactly. I Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But the, it's telling you like you swerve and you kill everyone in the car or you go straight and you kill everyone that's in front of you. Like that's the only two options it's giving you. <laughs> okay, so swerve, 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 straight. No, I, I feel like the force of like it's the chances of killing the people inside the car by hitting a, a more solid object would be more than that moving object my, uh, hitting like certain points of those five people, hmm. like you, uh, I, I think it's like Mansers on how to survive getting hit by a car. It's basically you don't want to get hit by the hood, but get hit by the windshield, for example. Hmm. So it lessens the impact. How about we simplify this? It's going eighty miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still swerving. Swerve. If okay, you, you I'll gotta... go with swerve. Less people dead. You don't <laughs> because with the speed, yeah. Okay, so swerve dead. Okay, so now we have scenario two. There's a woman, I guess, jogging mm -hmm. on the sidewalk, and then there's a man driving the car. So same thing. So either you drive through, kill that woman jogging, or you swerve and kill yourself. It's a one to one. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like, is it this still is moving hard. 80 miles an hour? Yes, yeah, so we're going to do it all assumptions just so it's like for sure there's no like, well, if it's doing this, I'm just trying to say 80 miles an hour just to, you know, it's instantaneous. It, it gets more and more difficult because this is, a, this is the point where it's like it's either you or it's the lady. But the I'm going to say this is so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lady because she shouldn't be jogging in front of the, I feel like the car is going in the right way. It's on the street. But what if it's a red light? Well, I don't, I don't know. We're I just saying this. Just but all are, you no. know is the car is no, going. I, in, areas, yeah. I still think the car is going the right because they, they it tracks red lights and it tracks. I, I don't think that's a red light because we're moving too fast yeah. <laughs> for a red light. I so, would say just go straight. So the lady is in the wrong. Yeah, straight. I, I agree with him. Man, <laughs> this is already messed up. And there's still and then someone there's still eleven more clip. questions after this. <laughs> this, is the lady. this is first um, reaction. I mean, I would swerve. Is my I'm gonna go straight. Yeah, we well, two, it was two to one, so yeah, that's fine. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> is that the Beatles walking across the, the Wait, side? Wait, how does this work? There's no one in the car. Yeah, that's true. On one side is a grandpa and a man. On the other side is a grandma and a woman and a young woman. So it's like... That's messed up. Wait, so no more roadblocks? There's no roadblock. It's just you pick <laughs> men or women. So this one, oh. I, would, I would go straight. I flip a coin. This one, I would go straight because this is... 
at this point, it, there's no, there's no, they're both equal. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, I would go straight. And it's just, just go going straight, straight. At least they and, die and, together. And, and yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. This is easy for me. There's a woman on one side. There's no one in the car. There's a woman on one side, and there's a cat on the other side. So you're gonna kill a cat. That's why. See. So this is where it goes to to people that love animals, and it's like mm-hmm. no. They're okay. Animals. There's a robber in the car, and there's a young woman on the road. And this is where I and kill this, the robber. So there's a there's a uh, roadblock and straight ahead, and then if you swerve, there's a woman. So I'm gonna go straight. And ahead. it's a robber in the car. I'm gonna allow that robber. To yeah. Get fucked up. I feel like. I would go straight, hit the roadblock, but I feel like it would. It's equal to the car. It's equal. Yeah. So now we have uh, two doctors in the car and a man and a woman in the car, and then you have two doctors on the road, a man, woman, and a cat on the road. Cat. And oh, and it, apparently, no, but it, so apparently the, 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 the walkers have the right of way. The light is on. Oh. Swerve. Oh. <laughs> if you swerve, you hit the people. Oh, okay. So. If you go straight, what option is it that so I don't hit? Everyone's the yeah, same. Straight, There's two doctors, two people, and then the road has two doctors, two people, but a cat as well. So either and they have the right of way. So people either people in the car get crashed or the, you hit the people. No, outside. I agree with the right of way because yeah. I mean yeah, the car, car will pick right away. Yeah. yeah. Okay, walking has right of way. It's a it's a fat man this time, on the walkway, and in the car is a man, an old man. Uh, and two kids, and then a cat. See this. this so if I you go straight, go. you take the man out. If you swerve, you. you but the man ha- has how right away. How fat is? Yeah. That? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it might just be just See, a man. But this, I would go with the, the amount of lives here, and I would, I would have to say the the I would take out the the single guy. I think the car would pick right away. Yeah, because like it's I like he's still I, in I the right of way. I wouldn't pick it, but the car. See, but fuck that's, it, eh? that's more that's moral stuff. You have to. <laughs> this is what you're 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 these choices are you're creating the AI to make these choices. Oh, I know. Okay. Well, so your decisions well, will ultimately make this. So the car, the walkers have right of way. There's a doctor, a thief, a child, a baby, and an old man straight ahead of the car. Inside, inside the car is three dogs and two cats. <laughs> so if you go straight, you take out the people. If you swerve the car, you take out the animals. I feel bad. Like I, I love animals. I'm sorry, Peter. I, I will have to allow. Yeah, because there's a doctor. Just because there's a doctor. Swerve. The doctor can save the swerve. cats and the dogs. Now there's a car going straight into a roadblock. If it swerves, it hits a woman. The woman has the right of way of walking. There's so because she the has the right of way, I would I would take the the car go straight. Straight. Okay. We're almost done. <laughs> this is fun. Okay. <laughs> now the car is going straight into people. Uh, the people don't have the right of way. There's no sign or anything. In the car, there's two old women, one old man, and two young men. On the road, there's a young man, a young woman, two, child, two boy children, and one girl child. They're not in the right of way, right? There's no sign saying <laughs> it's not red or green. It's just oh, okay. Yeah. Children or old men? Pretty much. This one. So I would choose the older, but the thing that makes it a little bit more difficult. If it was all old people, I would obviously. I still say I'm gonna say kids. Yeah, take out the kids. No, no, don't take out the kids. <laughs> oh, okay. Swerve, swerve no, no, the right. Yeah, I'm gonna say ultimately kids, but I'm just explaining like there's two young folk there that that. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Swerve. Swerve. These are hard decisions, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. The guy doesn't have the right of way of walking. It's a regular guy. 
the car is a is another guy. If he goes straight, he hits a roadblock. If he swerves, he takes out the guy. And there's a sign that says no walking. Is your age? Swerve. And they're the same age. Straight. Swerve. He would the car. The driver dies. Oh no 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 no! no. You want the driver to live? Yeah. Okay. Because the guy's jaywalking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so the guy that's jaywalking. He deserved it. Takes it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. This is a tough one. No one's in the car. Right. Straight ahead, there is a is a no walk sign. Swerving, there is an open walk sign. Okay. So I'll show you the picture. This side. They're not supposed to walk. This side, they can walk. On the side that they, on the side they can walk, is a young man, a young woman, and two young girls. On the side that they're not supposed to be walking is an old man, an old woman, and and two like young women. So I would follow the 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 sign, the road sign. So I would go straight. This is the suckiest thing, though. Because, uh, you know, I think the older people... Okay, last one. <laughs> this one's bad. I mean, they should this know. one's bad. Not to walk on it. Last one. It's like all, all young kids? No, all no, no. Oh, this was just like a simple... It's all cats and dogs. No, just... uh, a pope? The no, it, no one's in the car. <laughs> Straight ahead is a fat man. If you swerve, it's a skinny man. <laughs> but oh, what's the sign of the road? Nothing. There's no road signs. It's just you pick skinnier. <laughs> so, see, I'm hoping that the fat person will take I'll, the, I'll, the yeah. I'll, he'll take the force so of this the car more. My, I would. My thing would be. I'm already he- heading straight. I would go straight. It has nothing to do with the fact that there's a fat man there or a skinny man there. Which it let the record flipped, show that but, Vargas has all of his answers just. But it's straight. I neither straight? conform yeah. or deny. Straight. Okay, so the results say that the most saved character is a young child girl. The most killed character is an old woman. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, So based on our results, saving more lives uh, matters more to us than less lives. lives. Protecting the passenger doesn't matter to us. Mm -hmm. We're more in the... (laughs) We're cold. Well, it's not that it No, it just says... It has a scale of saying, does protecting passengers matter a lot or not matter a lot? And we're on the half that says not doesn't yeah. matter as much. Mm-hmm. Upholding the law matters a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Avoiding intervention matters a lot. We're, I'm just I'm not saying how far along we are. We're just yeah. on that half. Okay. Gender preference. We're leaning more towards female. Okay. Species preference. We're leaning more nah, towards humans. <laughs> we're like all the way at the human <laughs> Julian age preference we lean towards younger mm-hmm. fitness preference we're slightly on the larger side oh wow well, I didn't that's realize weird. we took out a fat yeah, guy yeah I know we took Wait. out two fat guys like in the choice I can't, it's like it's literally on the half line oh okay mm. so, it's we're like, so we're good I can't tell which one's the half line oh we're we're we're, we're on, you we're on we're the, the other side of the half line no so. no it's not like that it's like this yeah well, so look at it. This doesn't look like the same amount as that. Oh, I see. So I don't. Hey, whatever. Social value. Oh, we're right in the middle of that. So whether they're thieves or doctors. Gotcha. So that's interesting. Hmm? Self-driving cars. I'm not ready for them. <laughs> yeah. If I'm having this much, I am. I want to sleep. Yeah, I want to sleep <laughs> and my, die. My commute is pretty long. I just want to like lie down. I would rather and have a public watch. transportation system that's effective. <laughs> But we don't have that either. No, we fucked alive. <laughs> so anyway, sorry, that was like a mini subject with this subject, but so did you have, you gave yours, So right? yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, my future stuff is cars 
And what I love now is VR and yeah. telephones. That's good. Keep. Yeah, I was gonna say cars. Okay. Um, but like mainly right now, like I'm really interested in wearable tech. Mm. Wearable tech. Okay. Yeah. So like. Black Mirror. You know, like watches. Like, watches, like the idea for glass. Like you know, oh, like, Google Glass. Okay. Yeah, like those uh, tech that you can just like wear. It's casual. It doesn't look like oh, you have like a really big like machine. You're not on your Robocop face. yet. Yeah. You're so trying it, to be more it's just subtle. normal, but you have like Tony Stark level, like okay. you know, like if you look at something, Google like already like uh, identifies it, gives you like some ideas of what it is. Amazon's gonna have so something like that. coming out soon where you can uh, scan the barcode. And yeah. it tells you what item it is, and you can just order way more right mm. away, and it delivers you right away. Okay. So, like, it's not just like you know, like uh, for interest matters. It's like health and, as well. Sure. You know, like it monitors your health. It can tell, like, let's say, like, oh, you're getting a heart attack. It can mm. automatically connect you to someone, uh, like a doctor. Yeah. Notify call nine one one. So I I love to see that move forward as sure. well. Like. I mean, they're already making like those like uh, handheld translators. So, oh, like my favorite thing is with with that is like Google Translate now has it where if you just put your camera in it. front of a like a German text, it oh, automatically shit. changes all the lettering. And yeah, I'm like, good that's wifi. perfect mm-hmm. for Wolfenstein. I'm no, ready. you don't even need Wi-Fi. It's no? it yeah, is yeah. Local. It, you like, can download if you, if you download it locally, mm. the the library, you're good, and it doesn't take a lot of space. Yeah, so I'm, like, I blown went away to. By that. Takana, and ready. they had like Spanish words there. I'd scan it and it turns into. I could have gone with you. I would have told you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, the future of that. Yeah. Like just having, like as I said, like wearable tech and yeah. like translation. It, it just like the we're societal in the time, benefits of them. Yeah, and then we're in a time where like it's easy to connect to people in the other sides of the world yeah. and having. The, removing that language barrier would just make it so much easier for me. 100%. That's good. I want... Back in the day, there was like this wearable vest and like they showcase Mortal Kombat and if you uppercut <laughs> someone, it's like a sound vest and you'd feel like the uppercut. I want something like that but not using sound. But God forbid can, what a fatality what gets transmitted. <laughs> like it's wearable with virtual reality. What about your sensitive nipples though? Hey, we gotta make it, sacrifices. He wants to see it improve. Petroleum <laughs> jelly it. Yeah. It's like those runners. It cuts holes there. Yeah, make one that has holes cut where your nipples go. You're perfect. You're set, dude. Wearable tech. Yeah, it's something like that but where you can feel like headshots and that that's the haptic uh feedback is oh. what it's called oh, okay so yeah and that's that's it's getting there it's getting there it's expensive <laughs> <laughs> so that's the one that's the one okay i mean the porn industry no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> they had robots for Prime. that now yeah <laughs> they actually to be to be honest yeah, they, they, all, they were the big influencers of blu-ray over hd tv yeah. like i that's still amazing the me. reason why blu-ray won over hd dvds is because of fucking porn porn Jeez. support porn well, supported hd segue with that is like those like vr games where like the japanese made this like machine yeah, so japanese <laughs> is going hardcore with porn Hardcore yeah. porn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was just. It's was like you're joke. really there. But <laughs> well, we gotta go into this joke. <laughs> so I'd say the three things I'm currently and I'm an enthusiast of right now would be phones. Mm-hmm. I enjoy keeping up with like what's the latest improvements upon them, um, game hardware, and 
not PCs so much, but they're peripherals to PCs. So going back, phones, I like when I see like not so much the latest camera can now capture the uh, light at a better amount, uh, aperture or something. It's more like what is how is it integrated with the software? I like seeing like oh this this phone it it it's user friendly, it's seamless, it it offers options. So they in, they use. The software and the hardware side is it's like a package combination. You see, like all the phones, like one thing might be the highlight, like the battery of one is great, the screen of another is great, the camera of another is great, the bat, whatever. <laughs> um, but when you see, like it's it's a combination of all these parts. I'm really interested in which how companies approach it. Be like, we don't have the best, but like individual components, but we have the best package. And making it a, like looking at phones now, you were right. Like you were saying, it's more than just a phone. Like you don't use ninety percent of the time, people don't even use it to call anymore. Yeah. It's more like I think the word phone is now being redefined in a way where it's like phone means your tool, like your multi-tool, your your um, your Doctor Who sonic screwdriver. It's like your tool that you use yeah. to get around. It's not just your calling device. The name of these are going to change. They're not going to be being called. I th- I, know, I just think the term phone is going to change. Like yeah. people used to refer to the pound sign on the f- on the phone pad. Now it's the hashtag. Like where's the hashtag? You mean the hashtag? It's, it's, it amazes me. I'm like, oh shit, that is the pound sign. I forgot about. So I feel like that'll change eventually. But just I'm being amazed about like what it, this thing is capable of now. It's my own personal like computer. Next thing you know, I think it'll mix with wearable tech where it's like your Fallout little like, like Pip Boy. Yeah, <laughs> Pip Boy. <laughs> Use it to communicate on games. Yeah, fucking Nintendo's on that shit. <laughs> but like seeing that, I like seeing what they do with fingerprint sensors, with all these, how they integrate the two. Um, with game hardware, that's another thing where it's, they don't do it often. They do it usually like every five years for at least the major companies. But so when they do do it, it's interesting because they have to consider this is something we're going to have for the next however many years. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of cool seeing it on the other side how they refine them. So like seeing Nintendo's DS, the original one was looked like a junkyard toy in in hindsight. <laughs> and now you look at the newest one and it's like a sleek iPod in comparison. It's like got that refined design. And you look at like the Wii U in the past. I think when people saw it originally, they're like, "Wow, this is breakthrough technology." But like you can sit it side by side with the next iteration, the Switch, and you're like, "This is a fucking KB Toys." plastic piece of shit but and if, this is refined sleek hardware if you look at microsoft they go backwards like they, <laughs> they just de-evolve i don't know that, that's why they go 360 and then one <laughs> i i don't know like it has gotten sleeker i will you look at the the not the 360 the original xbox yeah, one yeah. and it was a big clunky a and then the X. fucking brick that came with it for yep. the power supply it's it refined ps3 ps3 was the same thing that thing was like a heating oven i don't know what the what purpose of that giant brick was for the Xbox? It was just the, they put the power source in there. Like instead of putting it in the already giant thing, it would have been even bigger. But mm-hmm. most systems already have that in the system itself. So a Nintendo didn't for a while. They but theirs was smaller. Yeah, and and it actually it kind of went into the system if I remember. N sixty four is the one you're talking about. Hey, that one, yeah, I'm talking about Wii U. Oh, okay. Wii U still had a bit of a brick, but it wasn't okay. to the scale yeah. of the Xbox One. And then you had the Connect was required, but then you look at how they iterated on it to refine it, and it's like a sleeker package that's like, this is your revision C of that model. But then when they come out with like a new 
next level, whatever. I always am interested because it's like you're creating a package and it doesn't always include things that are pre-existing. I think PlayStation and, and uh, Xbox stick to like we have a controller, we have a box, that's it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo does some crazy shit. They're like, <laughs> we're fucking doing little remotes. Now we're doing a tablet with uh, detachable remotes. Now we're doing a three-pronged trident. <laughs> now we're doing... The GameCube controller, when I first saw it, I was like, this is the weirdest fucking thing. They just, like, squiggled some lines and put... But I'm like, I look back on it, it's one of my favorite controllers of all yeah. time. <laughs> so seeing the combinations of that are really cool because they try new things and it's mm-hmm. experimental. Then PC stuff, it's sort of the same vein as consoles. I like seeing the, the generic setup of, like, mouse keyboard, but then seeing how different keyboards are laid out. Like, some people do the ergonomic style. Some people like the one-hand keyboard that's just for gaming. Some people like a mouse with... That has the trackball. Yeah. Mm. I like seeing these different input methods for computer stuff. Um, and like the HOTUS controls for like yeah. uh, for like piloting games or like Gran Turismo's. They have like, the, yeah. the, the stuff. wheel. Yeah, the wheel. <laughs> and how those have changed. It's interesting how, how they've evolved in the vein that like VR is, is maybe an extension of that as well. I feel like that's its own space now. But like one day we'll reach a point where there's not so many wires attached to them. So... I'm kind of ready for that point. Yeah. I feel like it's too, wow. too... I feel like the Matrix going into it. But, you know, with Vargas, with your help, we will get through this. Just so. have, like, ports in the back. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> going, like, virtual reality, the, the, everything's wired to your computer, so you have, like, a giant wire coming out of the back of your head uh, when you have these goggles on. Um, HTC Vive, mm-hmm. I think, is already creating a, a wireless version. Fantastic. It's already, it's already See, out they're, they're display, pushing it. That's so. awesome. So, yeah, it's, you're completely free from your computer. Yeah. Which is really cool. So I would say my favorite one to see going forward is how games go. Because I felt like games... I mean, in the PC realm, I looked at graphics cards. And gra- like I felt always felt like games were the medium that pushed the industry. Mm-hmm. And then the real application of what that hardware is now capable of branches out. So like VR is right now... Its main mode of pushing is games. But... The, the benefit of it is like I can experience a concert now without having going there. I can experience Google Earth and be in Japan if I'm even if I'm not there, if yeah. I can't be there. So it's like games push it, but then everything else benefits. Mm-hmm. So I like how games are in games and game related hardware are sort of on that forefront. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> what's the next? Who's up? I'll go. Okay. So uh, at E3, they announced a remake of Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> SOC? SOT. SOTC. Raytheon. Raytheon. But um, <laughs> if you guys can pick three games, which three games would you want to be remade? Ooh. <clears throat> so this one, I, I had a t- tough time. Um, I had to, I had a lot written down, and I had to narrow it down. I, I didn't even have a lot. I just, I was thinking about it, and I felt like a lot of games I would like have already been essentially remade into a, like a, a newer iteration. You know, I was thinking Mega Man. So Mega Man, something I want to. There's, you know, they've had already reiterations. Um, let me see. I'm trying to pick up. So, <laughs> one that I chose, one to go back, not to go back, one to, to stick with what you're talking about with Shadow of the Colossus. I chose Ico. Ico is a game that I would like same to, developer to completely yeah, same developer is to completely be remade with much better graphics. Is it that was an amazing puzzler to me? That was the first yeah. time not not the first time I've, I've played a puzzler, but the first time that I was amazed by one. I I was enthralled by the demo. The demo was like 15, 30 minutes long. It, it was literally just one one part of a puzzle 
we had to figure out how to get on the windmill, get out of the windmill, and, and that's it. And then once you got to there, it started all over again. Okay. And I, I would play it for hours. It was the same damn puzzle over and over Did that come before Shadow Classes? Yes. Okay. Yeah, th- th- this is first the first. Game. This is the first. It's okay, Ico, okay. Shadow Colossus, and then Last Guardian, Last Guardian <laughs> which took forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my second game, uh, I, would, I was, again, I was thinking very difficult, Double Dragon. Double Dragon is a, a game that I would want, or any, essentially any fighter game like that. There's, like the X-Men. Teenage Ninja Turtle, X-Men. Battletoads. Yeah, and I would like to a complete remake Fuck where that. it's just a really good graphic but the same style because when you get to that point if you're making good graphics like that you're going to make it a whole different game at that point you don't want to stick it to that so you'd have the same gameplay i would have the same gameplay just com- just much better 3d graphics so the thing with the graphics I, I i feel like it's part of that what makes it so special like i remember when scott pilgrim came out mm-hmm. they had that game that was like, like the 2.5 like beat em up style yeah and i was like I'm glad it's stuck to that art style because it's a very much what that world is and how much like it's part of the feel of it, but it also works with it too. And I'm like, I feel like all of them in that style, at least for me, personal preference, I like having that 16 bit, eight bit. I would just have like a revamped version of it, like new music. That's eight bit. Like it's like revisiting that time period, but with new content, Mm -hmm. that's how I would gotcha. If I if I were in charge of that development, I would remake it, but just have like new music, new content. Like I never thought I'd see this in that art style or in that eighteen bit, sixteen bit. Okay, but I can see where you're going. With. <laughs> and then for my last one, it, it has to be a favorite of mine. It's a game. It's it's a first person shooter that Destiny. I played for the library. <laughs> uh, SOCOM. Oh shit! Okay. SOCOM. I was uh, I was very uh, much a fan of the first one. And, uh, yeah, that's a game that I would like, uh, you know, completely revamped with new graphics and stuff like that. Nice. Now, just to, to make sure, we're ta- when we talk about remakes, the Shadow Colossus remake, this is, a, like, from the ground up. It's like up, HD they're starting remastered. Over again. No, it's brand new. Well, so, I feel like it's more like the, the Crash Bandicoot, where they did go from the ground up, rebuilding it in this new engine. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I re- not, it's not an HD remaster. It's so, and I would I would like that to be to happen to, to SOCOM. Okay. Um, specifically, the first one. Two was okay. Three was complete garbage. I think they had a four, which I never even looked at. Um, but yeah, the okay. first one was my favorite, and that's I think that's one that they should uh, I like try to come back. Yeah, Keith. Okay, so this is funny because we encountered the same issues. Like I was gonna say, like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they already made that. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy Seven, same thing. Yeah, well, Chrono. You uh, might beat Chrono, it. Chrono Trigger, uh, already remade and. Uh, the funny thing is, I wrote this down, and I actually did write down Double Dragon as well. Oh, <laughs> what? Because it was like one of my favorites, like yeah. growing up. The okay. Double Dragon and Battletoads mm-hmm. was one of the titles. Okay. Um, my second one would be Legacy of Kane. Oh, that series. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it disappeared yeah, for the longest time, and since we were getting like more of like you know Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Sure. So with the graphics that we have now, I'd like to revisit that story. It was. A great story, and like way back then, like the 3D was awesome. Yeah. So I kind of want to see what that would be like if it was right now. Yeah. And my third one, since it's Mega Man Legends. Okay. okay. Like, uh, it's you know like Zelda type Mega Man, and I love to see that 
and I know like a ton of people are always like waiting for the third one mm-hmm. to come out, and it's never gonna come out. <laughs> so just remaster it. Yeah, go for it. With your um, the the second one, the Legacy of Kane. Um, I remember my first time watching X Play was he was reviewing that game, oh. <laughs> and I'll always remember X Play for that, and I always remember Legacy of Kane. Who was it? It was Adam Sessler uh, and Morgan okay. Webb. With that like straw blood drinking, yeah, yeah, it's, like it's, from far away. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> like, you can't even see it anymore. It's Adam, uh, not Adam Sandler. Um, Adam Sessler? Sandler. No, um, Kevin Pereira signed this. You can't see it anymore. He signed this. Yeah, I had him sign it. I didn't have anything else. I don't ever, honestly, I don't ever care for people signing my stuff. Like it's not a big thing to me. But oh. honestly, I was in. I don't know how I was just there. There was a there was a a, a disabled guy who was trying to get a, a, his stuff. Um, signed yeah. and people were completely pushing him out of the way so that the, and he couldn't get like forward to get anything signed so I was like dude do you mind if I take your stuff and I'll get it signed he's like yeah dude and so you know I, like I yelled out like Kevin it's for this guy over here and the guy I was like oh cool sign he's like do you have anything I was like uh yeah and I gave him my wallet <laughs> or whatever and he signed it cool but yeah so <laughs> I thought it was funny and you, you had VIP section right yeah, not even close. <laughs> thanks to someone I'm not gonna say their name but thanks to there. someone <laughs> So I had a, I had the opposite problem. I had too many to pick, <laughs> but I went back and I was like, do, when I asked myself about a lot of these games, it was less that I wanted a remake and more that I wanted a next iteration on. Mm. So that helped me f- refine it. And then other ones I started ruling out because when I thought of the remake, I thought of yeah, I thought of like, what are they doing with Shadow of Colossus and Crash? Like they're rebuilding it. Mm-hmm. And what, which one of the ones that I picked would I think would benefit most from that? So that helped me come to my final decision. So first one, we're gonna go with something crazy. <laughs> Destiny. This is this is like my Kazam moment where it just hit me. Shaq Fu? No. <laughs> they're 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 actually Nintendo Switch is getting a Shaq Fu. Oh wow! And Shaq is on board and he's helping make nice. it. Nice. I'm fucking like. So what? there is a remake already there. Boom. Well, it's the next one. I know. Yeah. Next iteration. Oregon Trail. Ooh, oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I dude, the only place Your I ever played that was school. I never played it anywhere else. It was nice. school. School yeah. had that shit installed. Yep. And then I would always die from dysentery. learning games. <laughs> Reading I was I literally was like I want to replay one of my educational games where I but like make it fun for an adult. Yeah. And there was a number. There was like Reading Blaster 8 through 12. That was one of my favorite ones. Oh, it was man. a horror theme yeah. to it. I was like, give me some Resident Evil style or like get Kojima working on a <laughs> educational. <laughs> but I was like, no, that's different. Anyway, Oregon Trail, I'd make the emphasis on like, I'd remake it, revamp it up obviously, but make it also so it's sort of like f- further emphasizing the message of what it was, which was like the struggle. Mm-hmm. So I'd like add more exposition in and this and that. I think it'd be kind of cool. Like, it could be narrative. It could be, I don't know, they could add some cutscenes or something. It'd, it'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I could see potential there. Tell, like, there's, Telltale will make it. That could like, be. Just like, you know, that's that's right? a good, Either Telltale <laughs> or they could have it sort of like the heavy rain Detroit God oh, Home yeah. where it's like you make these decisions and then... I'd like die of dysentery. I'd want the <laughs> graphics of like heavy rain type like that yeah. playing the game with the same decision making. But I would I do like Telltale's Telltale's um, like way the way they do it too. And then it's like instead of Berthilda remembered this <laughs> in, the, in like a Telltale game, like Berthilda died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next game 
uh, I'm very fond of Mario with RPG games. Oh, mm-hmm. so I wasn't. You know, I was gonna blurt that out, but go for it. So Super Mario RPG yeah. All Stars. <laughs> yes, I want it back. I want the story of it, but I want the graphics updated, not all the way to now, but I want it to match the Mario and Luigi or Mario art style. Okay. That Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga art style. Okay. I think it, if it had that art style, it would update it a bit because. If you look at the original box art, it just looks like a bunch of circles that like make out the shapes of Mario. And stuff. <laughs> I think it's part of the charm of it, and I think that the Mario and Luigi art style um, has that cartoony vibe yeah. to it. And seeing Mallow, Gino, the whole crew in that gameplay mode would be really cool. <laughs> so it would just change it to that art style. I think, that, I think that's a good one. That, that yeah. if they make a remake, finally, I had like four Star Wars games on this list. <laughs> I had to pick Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I, I also do want to say I want a three, but if they remake one with the beauty that it has, like I can, I would even take a mod, like a PC mod where it just re, like 4Ks everything. But I would love to see Dantooine, Korriban, uh, uh, like those planets and fighting Malak and all this shit. I would love to see all that and uh, play Sabacc. Oh my god. You guys know what Sabak is? No. It was like Gwent before Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the Star Wars hey, card. Card game. games are making a comeback. They might you might be surprised. Sabak was basic. It was EA's, like number shit. EA's gonna come out, watch. They're gonna come out with the, the Battlefront 2 and then be like Sabak Deluxe way, Edition. Sabak. You know? Shh! Crowd goes wild! <laughs> Kojima's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that'd be my final game. Nice. I'm going to keep it quick. Final Fantasy VI Chrono Trigger remake with new graphics. <laughs> and the third one. You got Final Fantasy VII, so your Final Fantasy VI yeah. is outdated. Nah, and dude. Trigger was remade. No, well, it was like Chrono Trigger 2. It was just ported. Yeah. Oh, it was ported. It okay. wasn't remade. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you re- like yeah. if it got the Shadow Colossus. Oh, it was like the whole, like, whole yeah. character. The whole okay. 3D, let's go, Unreal mm-hmm. Engine. I don't know, whatever. And so you, you <laughs> said uh, Final Fantasy VI Chrono Trigger. What was the last one? The third one is... Metal Gear before Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Let's remake those. It's not going to happen because Konami. That was on, um, was that like on a handheld? Was that Game It was like Boy? Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, that was Game Boy. Game Boy, Nintendo, yeah. Metal okay. Gear. Just the Metal sure. Gear games. Okay, I'll be going. All right, final topic. Final topic. Kind of wanted to talk about just hobbies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to gauge with some of the hobbies you've had or have right now, like in your lifetime, what are some, excuse me, uh, what are some st- stereotypes or negative stigmas you've seen that people think about those hobbies or people that partake in those hobbies that you've often like it's you, it, you know it's not true or you think it's like it, it it's taken a direction you, you didn't want it to like that's like I'll give you an example I'll, I'll start with one of the two of yeah, I have go for it. Um, a lot of times I know people of our gen- maybe not so much our generation, the generation before us, they'll often say games are for children. And I very much disagree with that. And I know that there are some of that generation that also don't agree with that. But I feel like, A, the term game and, and what, not the term game, but like how in, in, ingrained into, our, into what we do day to day games are, like with the use of phones and how quickly people have access to things. But also in the traditional sense of like a Nintendo or this or that. People play games. Like I don't feel like just because you're older now you don't want to – you can't enjoy having fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the burdens of like adulthood 
need a little bit of relief and and some people go to sports and that's a game like mm-hmm. people often refer to nerds and you look at I, I think this one's kind of gone now but people would be like why you're a nerd you're into games but then they go and be like oh the statistics of this sports team and this player and mm-hmm. i'm gonna trade you and i'm gonna get this in the draft and i'm like you're fucking playing a game yeah. like that's a it's like you're playing mlg the mlb the show or something i don't know <laughs> but like yeah it's just like you look at that and that always rubs me i'm like why why do you paint it that way like i can like it's not something you grow out of i feel like so yeah like from what you were saying i remember this like meme i saw yeah like pretty much like uh they're comparing like like us we collect like you know game memorabilia comic books and it's uh it's seen in like a negative light but when people collect like baseball cards or like jerseys Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah that's awesome so like it's just funny with like that contrast of collecting Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and people collect all sorts of knickknacks like they'll go and collect snow globes they'll go and collect bottle caps bottle caps on four (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I agree there, that is something that I always like what, what's the difference fantasy football is just RPG <laughs> with football yeah you get gear and stuff yeah you get your tanks you get your like, DPS and your medics yeah <laughs> support so I had two on here I'm gonna add a third one but um, my first one was games I actually I feel like there's many ways we can go I have another one with on, games on most of my hobbies and all of them have never had anything negative um with with games i mean people knew i played games but or it doesn't have to be negative it just has to be something that people have a perspective on that you're surprised and it sort of is like how did you how did you reach that conclusion i still <laughs> it doesn't have to be negative it could just I, be I like it, the they only one because and... the only one i have is is would be like anime anime is something that's always um, when I started watching it, it was it was Cartoon Network. It was Toonami. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I, I got into anime. I watched Dragon Ball Z. You know, Sailor Moon was on there. Sure. Um, all that stuff. You know, and and there's there's certain there's certain ones that are seen as for children or, or or for women only. You know, like Sailor Moon specifically is one of them. You know, and then more recently, ones that have started blowing up are like you know, um, Adventure Time, regular show. Um, Steven Universe. Sure. There's a few more that are going to come out. Same person that makes Steven Universe, I think, is making one, or either either the cartoon, the person that makes the art, the artwork or something. Um, it's called like uh, Ko Ko OKKO. Okay. <laughs> yes, you got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Ko. <laughs> um, and, and you know, it's seen like for children, but it it has the storyline is is ridiculously. It's mature. It's mature. Yeah, it's it's not meant for children. Yeah, animated things. Like I know my my parents. No knock to them. It's just the, how they grew up. They got to a point where like I'm gonna like we're picking a movie, and I know there's good stories in like Toy Story and these Pixar mm. movies. But as soon as they know it's animated, they're like, not for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm like the Samurai Jack. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Samurai Jack. The, the thing is, like, the two most popular shows out right now are made from a comic book. In a fantasy novel, and I still feel like those two things are still kind of looked down upon. There's still a negative really? stigma. Like some well, people don't even know that Walking Dead is a comic book. Yeah, I tell them, and it's like, you know, this is a comic book. Right? See, Sorry. I feel like it's a it's a rebirth sort of. It's like with with comic book movies too. Like they know it is a comic book, mm-hmm. just like they like they nod, but knowing what was in those comics, like reading those comics and then seeing where, what was the content and then seeing the movies, mm-hmm. there's a difference. Yeah, like, there is. People don't realize that how much 
shit is in between those mm-hmm. the quality dips and goes up and down all the time and what they see in the movies at least right now with all these or the shows like you're saying it's like we're lucky we're getting some of the better stuff but there's a lot of stuff that we had to get through as readers and fans of it that like, they didn't I still feel fantasy novels has a negative stigma as being besides like the major like Lord if you're not Lord of the Rings or yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones it's like an uphill it, you're mm-hmm. lucky if you can get anything mm-hmm. uh, yeah Fifty Shades of Grey is good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my other one that I kind of wanted to touch on I, I think it, it's still pretty prevalent but I fight it I fight the good fight every day um, the viewpoints of like someone who enjoys pro wrestling mm. it's I think it's n- neutraled out or like plateaued a little bit but there's a lot of times where people like to remind a fan of wrestling as if they're not aware that it's <laughs> scripted I mean, they, they like it's the thing the term I don't really appreciate is fake it will, it's fake no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> triggered <laughs> I brought. I have two short clips I want to show you, and I, I want to touch on. It. It's very short, and I kind of want to show you one of the reasons I I, I get a little bit. Not, I don't want to say raged about, but I kind of get irked about with when they see, say fake because mm-hmm. I see clips like this. I'm like, I want you to see this clip and then see that. But I watched in Japan. There's pro wrestling, and there's one of the best feuds going on right now is Kenny Omega and Okada, who's like their top guy. He's like the John Cena of the world. And they had an ins- a fucking classic match, like lifetime match, earlier this year at their WrestleMania equivalent. Mm-hmm. Now, they had, midway through the year, they just had another rematch. It was like the coming back. Omega is the American wrestler. He lost the first time. He wanted to come back at a second chance. They put on a fucking hour-long match, and the fallout was it was a draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but during the match, they put on some crazy moves. So I want to show you some of those moves. Um, for the viewers, I'll try to put a link of these these images. So Kenny Omega is coming in on Okada, and he's gearing up for a move. And he's Okada's on the floor, and Kenny comes up, and he just fucking oh, Captain Falcon knee strikes his head. So Falcon knee. He comes in. Falcon boom. knee. <laughs> he's. They are going for safety. It's not like he's full on kicking his head off, yeah. but. You look at, there is still some impact. Now, here's another moment that I wanted to show. is another moment where Omega had the advantage. Uh, Okada's on the floor. And then Okada comes back with a dropkick. And it was a hard impact. And the mat is also, like, bars are supporting it. So then he gets him and he, Okada goes for a clothesline, misses. Kenny Omega goes and does a knee straight to the head. And so that, that, that was the main thing. But these, they're 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 not like full impact like MMA style. It's ballet. But the choreography is such that there is still an impact. Like right. you see a red mark, there is blisters, yeah. there is marks, and I feel like they it takes an even greater effort to to put on this like live circus performance where they have to hit each other, but in a way that's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that their partners, there is a ballet, it's a dance, and they have to watch out for each other's health. And safety while still giving the the impression that it is a full contact sort mm-hmm. of thing. So I think that takes an extra care level of detail and care that I'm like, <laughs> I respect personally, and I and that's part of my enjoyment of it. But yeah. I know that not everyone enjoys it. But I'm all I'm asking is that that isn't fake. Like <laughs> I think people toss that term around, meaning that it's it's predetermined. So is Game of Thrones. No one bats an eye. Like 
you go in with the with knowing I, this this notion that we're supposed to it's part of the fun like I feel like it's matured enough where everyone realizes that it is predetermined and it's still enjoyable. There is the silly stuff, but there's also the stuff where it's like there was a this is a nat, like this person has been wrestling for 20 years and that's part of his story now. Yeah. Like he's worked and that's his character and it's him. So it's like it infuses reality with wrestling, and I, I like that sort of meta storytelling. When you get it, when you get it, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. So, but don't ever say wrestling's fake to a wrestler. They'll fucking super John Stossel. You um, seen that video? Yeah, right? yeah. We'll get smacked around. A reporter asked wow. if wrestling's fake, and this guy hits him for real. Like, I remember, fake? I remember they were there was talk of like, and there's also like people saying like, oh, they're not naturally that fit. They roid up and this and that. And they're the, guaranteed. There's been history of that. Yeah, I've seen. I'm the, not. The, I'm not the like 15, 20 year of footage of like just cocaine on the table. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that no, at I'm all. But I I feel like it's a discredit to the ones that that do do that to say that they all do that. Yeah, I think is harsh. Mm-hmm. And I would say. Be a little bit more open-minded because I see some of them and you can tell. I feel like there's easy tells of like someone who does use those sorts of like uh, body Mm -hmm. things. Enhancing. Enhancing things. (laughs) And those that do naturally and there's like a natural body physique to them. And I I look to those people that have a natural body physique and I'm like, you, I can, I I mean, they, social media is a big factor in this too. You see them like working hard every day. They get injured because they're putting their bodies on the line every day. And that's... I don't think would happen as much if they were like they were in the old days where mm-hmm. they're harder, they drink more, they smoke, all these other things that they used to do because of that was the culture of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's something I enjoy and it, I, I, I would like to have more open-minded conversations with people. Um, I don't want to ram it down people's throats. I, you guys, unfortunately, are forced to because you're my co-host. But <laughs> Keith, I'm sorry. You were you, no, no. Unfortunately, I, I, I picked gotta, this topic the day. I, I really do follow. Like, I kind of stop, but I still enjoy watching wrestling. For me, it's like not really about like who wins or who loses. It's about like watching that show. Yeah, that showmanship of like the f- high flying acts like especially like that's why I really enjoy watching like Rey Mysterio way back then sure. like, uh, he was one of my favorites Trump, of, Trump like, getting Stone yeah, Cold yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was for me it was more about like yeah I knew it was scripted but it was like about watching the show yeah it was, that's what it's, when you look at it more like a, a, a Big Bang Theory or like a Game of Thrones where there is a script you know that the story is leading somewhere but the added layer is it's live and things don't always go per plan because someone got injured or backstage drama or this, that. It's like it's a show within a show, which is kind of cool. I, I think the reason why people say wrestling is fake. Stop is, saying it. Is, <laughs> is um, it, since it's live, it, it's almost kind of almost confusing to the point where you can think it's it's something that people assume is going to be happening and, and isn't scripted, isn't. You know, it, the outcome is unsure. Sure. But when they say it's fake, they I think they mean you know that the, the outcome is sure and and obviously they're not punching themselves. But I don't get contact. like I don't get where where that gets associated with fake. Like I'm okay with saying it's predetermined. It's not maybe it's not like an athletic sport because a sport is you don't know which team's gonna win. But it doesn't mean it's it's fake. 
Like that, that I don't like. I feel like it's a it's a lazy way to describe it. I'm not gonna argue for them because I don't know what the true you will argue the true reason <laughs> you th- represent them, them I, now. <laughs> I think their like idea of like the concept of fake is like uh, I'd say like compare it to like magicians, like it's fake magic, but it's the it's a trick. It's the, it's the show. show. Yeah, go. people are real. Wrestling so pretty fake. much like there no, are no wrestling is real. <laughs> so people are so I almost I, did I think what they it. mean is more like oh, there's like the actual like sport wrestling in like schools. Yeah, amateur wrestling. And that's that's where they're comparing it. It's sure. like oh yeah, this is scripted and it's not like you know that's kind of I think where they're like standing. Yeah. But when you were talking about that, like when some people have great chemistry, like o- Omega and um, the Okada guy and Okada guy, um, th- th- those sh- videos that you just showed, they look fantastic. You know, they, they did it very well. It looked like the guy really got hit. I mean, he did get hit, but not at the full force that right, possibly right. could be. But then you see videos where it's yeah. just terrible. That's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> a bo- there's a it's well, I mean, when you look at a show, you can see like a bad midday soap opera and you can see fucking Game of Thrones or Leftovers or Fargo and it's the same spectrum. Yeah. But people don't make that parallel, I don't think, as often as I see it. Because I see it as another show. It's not seen as that. It's not seen as it's it's you know, the Game of Thrones versus They've they compare it more to like NBA. Yeah, because it's all one big thing. So if there's one bad moment and and multiple good moments, they're gonna focus on that one bad moment for sure. the whole thing. Sure. So wrestling is fake. <laughs> we'll see when uh, we'll take it outside this Sunday, SummerSlam. Cash me outside. Wrestling isn't wrestling. There you go. Wrestling is it? Watch that video, guys. It's terrible. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's fake, anything. right? It's fake. God it's God a fake. It. Cool. So, with well, my other wanna, one. Oh shit. Go for it. Go for I it. just want to add that. Times are slowly changing with yeah. video, video games and just nerd stuff. It's kind of in now. So Actually, it is in. Soon but we won't have wrestling, so we're good. Times are slowly changing. Esports will get big. We'll see esports and ESPN one day. I mean, well, we, we, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Technically, ESPN 2. Yeah. It's still really <laughs> it the ESPN. It's still really badly run, though. Yeah. Well, see, the other thing with games I wanted to briefly touch on is people constantly say it's a waste of time. And I look sports at it, I'm like... a waste of time. No, it, See, I would say if you're going to call video games a waste of time, then reading a book is equally on that level. Because unless it's like you're doing it for like self-improvement, like I feel like that's different because you're trying to better your like Mm -hmm. you're you're doing it towards like I want it to towards a goal. But if you're just playing games to blow off steam and you're reading to blow off steam, you're Mm -hmm. going for to talk to people to blow off steam. It's all to me. It's like it's your free time. Do with it how you want. And yes. games are actually have a lot of benefits. I didn't realize hand eye coordination. Well, Stress relief. Yeah. But like when you Anger this is something this is something that I've noticed. yeah. It may it might not help for some people, <laughs> Jane. Um, I noticed when I'm playing like a first person shooter, um, and there's a lot of interfaces. Mm-hmm. Like there's my health I have to keep in my ammo, my mini map, my gameplay, the other players. I didn't notice that I'm I have to log all this and priori- make priority decisions when I'm playing. And I put someone that isn't, you know, as well, uh, uh, fam- as familiar with that sort of gameplay, like a first person shooter, and it's too, it's overwhelming. So you have to like 
do an easy, a lighter one where there's less information on the screen and it's like a sensory overload. But because I've over the years been trained to learn how to do this, I'm like, I, I see so much. Like I'm able to identify, do all this stuff, see what this. And same way with like new games. You see all these games, they don't all have the same controls. Mm -hmm. So you're always like when you pick it up, how quickly you pick up these controls, you're, you're learning how to be adaptable. Yeah. And and I feel like that's a skill that you can easily adapt to a workplace where you have a new software and you have to figure mm -hmm. out how, to, how the tools work. Mm -hmm. You start using it. I feel like a person who plays games, I don't know any statistics. To, I can't quote any right now, yeah. but I feel confident that they would have versus someone who doesn't have that kind mm -hmm. of tool interface. They wouldn't have that. Um, you adapt quicker. Adaptability. Yeah. Maybe through other experiences, but I feel like when having played games, I feel confident across any uh, hobby or interest or field mm -hmm. or whatever. If I'm explained how the mechanics work of something or the rules work, I can often pick it up fairly quickly. Yeah. I feel like board gamers, you can say the same thing. Or you could enter the matrix and bend. Yeah, I, I know Kung Fu. You I can be Neo. Is that air you breathing? <laughs> no, it's, it's the fucking sweat in this goddamn room. <laughs> can we talk about that right now? God, we're in a sweat box. It's sauna. Okay. Sauna. Are we, is this a good point to close out the episode? <laughs> I think, did you guys have more of the of the hobby things you guys wanted to talk oh, about? Oh, I was going to like just touch on like cosplay. Uh, oh, since yeah, that's that is pretty cool. much yeah. what I, uh, I've been doing as a hobby. Sure. And for. something I've seen, like uh, this is one of the reasons why I rarely cosplay in like public areas outside of cons. Oh, okay. Is because I had this bad experience really? of like the negative, the negative way people see it. Like I went to this con in a hotel once, and like you saw this lady. I mean, you guys are familiar with uh, Akamiga, uh, no, um, Kill a Kill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you know how scantily clad yeah. the women Very. are there, and like everyone, I saw this older lady in that hotel talking to one of the cosplayers and like lecturing her about like what she was wearing. I'm like. This person worked all uh, like that whole time, and you're like just telling her that mainly because of your values. You're like trying to push your values into her, and I feel like that's that has gotten less. Like, sure, I can see that from my family. Like, ever since my mom knew that one of her cousins was like into like going to cons, she was okay with me going to cons now. Like, okay. it was I didn't have to hide cosplaying at home anymore. <laughs> And yeah, uh, I feel like it's getting better, but yeah. it's still there. Well, my I would say my only concern, and it would just be if I had my like if I was a father and I had like two kids with me, if I or a kid, if I had one of my kids, and we had this experience at uh, was it WonderCon, there was a woman and she just had body paint. <laughs> it wasn't even it wasn't even a scantily clad outfit. It was just body paint. It was nude, and so I'd be a little bit cautious of like what they see and what I'm being like, if this is supposed to be promoted as a family friendly event, that would be something that would be concerning me. But on the part of the parent side, like my side, I have to be, a, I have to do my due diligence and research that. Parent. Yeah. I can't just be expecting everyone to pave the way and cover themselves for my sake. I have to also take accountability yeah. and say, did I look into everything properly? Is this a family friendly event? What can I expect here? And then make the judgment call of what I want to introduce to the child. I feel like people also make the same decisions with like games and movies. They're like, 
the movie should have been less violent. I'm like, you knew the movie was going to be fucking horror. Like, I'm just giving an example. But yeah, yeah. But not to detract from cosplay, I felt like that would be, that was one case where I was like, the the nude person should also kind of be, I think it's a, it's a both sides. Like the, the people going into that environment should try and be aware. And the people that are on the other side attending the event should also be conscious of like what they're wearing and who might be around. Just in case like, a, a young child is like scarred for life from an ass like, crack they were hoping not to see. <laughs> but I think we should go back and lecture that lady. Let's fucking Don't do it. Just have body paint on, ma'am. Wonder Woman. <laughs> My child that hasn't been born yet is <laughs> scarred, horrified right now. Yeah. But I, I definitely see it, it's it hurts because yeah, you they there's craftsmanship involved mm-hmm. with this, and having been on the side of making just one or two cosplays. Knowing that you and and the petites another another group of friends of ours, they put you guys put a blood, sweat, tears into this work and craft, and it's 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 hard work, and you want your reward, and from what I understand, is like showing it off, being at a, and it's at a venue that is catered for that. So, yeah, I I I can see that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Cool. Um, I'm dehydrating, so I'm past our, but, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode. Keith, thank you for joining us oh. as our, as our guest. It was a pleasure. Was a pleasure. <laughs> uh, maybe in the future we'll have you on again. Yeah. Uh, Next E3. <laughs> PSX, maybe. Who knows? Take notes. We're gonna yeah, I will. Interview. You're going to be a, an official spokesperson for E3, whether they like it or not. Our on-site journalist. <laughs> E3 ambassador. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, viewers, for joining in on the, another episode of the Weekly DLC. Again, you could find... We'll, we release our episodes on Mondays. You could find us at the Weekly DLC. Uh, where can they find you guys? They can find me, Vargas, Daniel Vargas, at, um, at the Folio on Twitter. And Jane, find Jane at The Last Bosses. Cool. And you can find me at Cujo Prime. Uh, you find Weekly DLC, I said, at Weekly DLC. Keith, do you have any plugins? I don't know. You good? You can find me at my house. <laughs> You're going to do YouTube videos? Eating? Uh, not yet. Constant ramen? Soon. <laughs> you know where they can find you? At SoCal Monster Hunters Meetup That's every true. other Monday. Every other Monday. Um, Panera Bread. Yeah, just at the Woodbury Town Center. At Churned. Yeah. Mm. Um, churned until then, we will DLC you later. <laughs> <laughs>